This is Unsighted, the internet's least reliable English lit podcast. I'm Chantal. And I'm Amy. And we're two reformed English majors. And former roommates. We discuss literary works we read in our undergrad and beyond. Come hang out with us while we chat about the books, plays, short stories, and poems that we loved and, um, love less. Look up Unsighted, an English lit podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. And here's a short clip from our episode on The Love Song of J. Alfred Prufrock by T.S. Eliot. And then he says, Though I have seen my head grown slightly bald, brought in upon a platter, I am no prophet, and here's no great matter. I have seen the moment of my greatness flicker, and I have seen the eternal footman hold my coat and snicker. And in short, I was afraid. And here's where he's afraid of death. Right. But I don't think he's actually afraid of death. I think he's just afraid of like, he'll get to the end of his life and it will have all not meant anything. Yeah, I think he's afraid of not living to the fullest. I think he has FOMO and a bit of not enough YOLO. Yes, that's exactly what he has. He's all FOMO, no YOLO. Most of the time, we review books that we really like here on The Book Boys. Other times, we review books that stink. And when a book really stinks, we get fussy. So this is a warning that sometimes we'll swear on this podcast, or sometimes the material that we're reviewing will be adult in nature. So keep that in mind as you listen to this week's episode. I bought you Lonely Blondes. You brought... Whatever kind of gimmicky beer. Does it taste Drink like chocolate? Drink the Lonely Blonde, then. No, I'm don't having have to... a Summit Juicy IPA, apparently. How did I beat you in that? Ben! It's not a race. It's been like three weeks. Yeah, it's been a while. How's your three weeks been, Ben? Uh, is good. that a fun little bit? We never acknowledge that I say, Ben, how's your week been? That's a, that's a fun little bit I do, and we never acknowledge it. How's your week been, Ben? Kind of fun. Yeah. Admit it. It's kind of fun. How's your two weeks been, <laughs> Ben? Well, I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch, as they say. But I think I'm getting a new job, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, finally. It's been yeah. quite a while. It's been a long process. It's been yeah. a long uphill battle. Six interviews with this company. They wanted to make Six. sure I was the right feet, right fit. So. Right feet. Well, you've had three beers. Yes, I have. It's now only going to get four. worse from here. Mm-hmm. Because I'm on beer number four now, and it's a big one. So you turned out to be the right feet, and now you've been hired on to this job. Not officially. Not officially. I don't have the formal <laughs> offer yet. <laughs> oh, but chickens have been counted before the hatching. Uh, no. Oh, you so too I'm many feeling chickens. good about that. I, uh, rather optimistic. I, I think there's a good chance I'm going to be able to put in my notice on Monday at my current Wanna job. Want to be kind of nice? Oh, it's going to feel good. Does anybody at your current job know about this show and or possibly listen? Because you made that mistake with the previous job before the one you're at now, where you said that somebody walked into the office with like a Bluetooth speaker playing an episode where you complained about the company that you left. <laughs> so are you going to have the same situation with the one you're leaving right now? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> ah, well, you'll never learn your lesson. Because no. it's going to be something where... You're going to be at a, a meeting, and they're going to go around the table, like, say who you are and what you do, just to introduce yourself to the group, uh, all 30 of us, because it always takes a half hour to go through everyone's name and whatever in their job. And they know a personal hobby, and you're going to say, I have a podcast. 
You do it every goddamn time. The podcast, I talk shit about my current employer on it. <laughs> it's supposed to be about where we complain about books we don't like, but actually, I just love to get in trouble at work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that'll be an issue. Well, that's good. Congratulations, yeah. my friend. Yeah, so I'm pleased about that. It feels oh, like a, a weight has been lifted. In that. Ah, a weight has been lifted until a new weight has been dropped upon you. Yeah, well. You'll never know. Oh, know. there's always a fill. A fill at work. Oh, I know. The Phil's always messing up your spreadsheets. Ah, I know, Phil, and I spent take hours great on that pride spreadsheet. In my you messed it up. Yeah. I know, exactly. Damn it, Phil. You got a whole slide deck you've developed uh, for some kind of presentation you got to give. Then Phil gets in there and starts putting in his weird clip art. Yeah, you're not helping anyone, Phil. No. Keep your hands off my, my, my slide deck. Stay in your lane, Phil. Yes. Phil never stays in yeah, line. Phil, let me handle the spreadsheets. Phil, Phil, you not. do whatever the fuck it is you do. I don't know what you do, Phil, but just do it. And that's don't the thing. do my job. How does Phil still have a job there? Is it that he's like some sort of weird, sad little mascot for the rest of the team? I don't understand. But for some reason, Phil, he keeps messing up and uh, they keep supporting him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, new job. Anything else? Been know. three I don't weeks. Did we talk about other stuff? I don't even remember now. What's it's been? It's been three weeks. Yeah, I got nothing. Had some going out and about, having nice <laughs> meals and whatnot, and enjoying life. <laughs> that should be your new catchphrase. If I say, "Oh Ben, it's been a week or two weeks. Uh, how's it been?" You know, nah, I've been out and about, and then just a long silence, and then I go, "Well, okay, I'll fill in what I've been doing." <laughs> Use your imagination. Yeah, I uh, I got a dog. Yeah, he did. He's a good boy, too. He is a good I boy. I met him. He's a good boy. My youngest kid wanted a dog, uh, really wanted it real, real, real bad, and so finally gave in and got that kid a dog, and uh, uh, and because of that, uh, the kids have been at my place. As a divorce man, we have a kid's schedule where they're at the mom's house for a while, at my house for a while, and it's been that way for years. Uh, now the kids are just at my place 100% of the time while we train in this dog and make sure it's ready before it starts going over to mom's. I didn't realize how stressful it would be. There is dinners I have to plan every night. Over the last few years, I've gotten it whittled down to what I know they'll eat, which is tacos. And when I make tacos, it's literally a soft shell yeah. with meat uh-huh. and cheese. And that is it. They do not want anything else. Okay. So that's one meal. That's easy. Another meal that they'll actually eat is spaghetti, which is yeah. spaghetti with a jar of spaghetti sauce. Okay. Nothing else added to it whatsoever. It sounds like these kids need some veggies. They won't eat them. Well, I mean, I've tried, especially okay. when I was doing my dieting thing. I'd make like a whole meal, like a stew thing I'd make and whatever else. It's all whatever with me and my health. They wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Oh. Uh, yeah, mac and cheese. That oh. disappeared four years ago. Came back again. They want mac and cheese. These are horrible I things. I saw, hmm. I was up north mm-hmm. and uh, stopped in the Walmart up north. Nice. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not- been in a Walmart in quite some time. You really get to soak in the culture at a Walmart up north. Yeah. And as opposed th- to a Walmart anywhere else in yeah. Minnesota. One of the things I saw at the Walmart was mac and cheese. A box of mac and cheese, you know. The size of a man? Well, no. It was just, you know, regular old box of mac and cheese. But it was Cheetos branded mac and cheese. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Can we just take a moment? Uh-huh. Do you mind if I take a knee real quick and just make a fist as I soak this in? Please do. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. What is a Cheetos branded mac and cheese? I think it's just like Kraft mac and cheese, but it's somehow Cheetos flavored. <laughs> and so now I need to find it. Isn't I don't... that just cheese flavored? Well, yeah, but it's, I don't know, it's a different... Does like... Cheetos have a certain kind of tang to it that no- I don't most know. fake well, cheese doesn't have? I'm curious. I want to, and I don't want to have to go back to a Walmart to find this, but I need to spot this in the grocery store and just, because I, I kind of want Cheetos mac and cheese now. Don't you have like an Instagram where you eat weird food? Is this going to be one of them? 
Like instead I, I of suppose dried it could be. crickets. Yeah, we like, one time you ate dried crickets. Yeah. And now you're going to try the Cheetos mac and cheese at the uh, next uh, I think so. Yeah, that sounds like some good content. <laughs> I'm glad I'm helping you with yeah. your, oh, like your content. side gig. Yeah. When you're not podcasting, you've got this, I eat weird stuff for free. <laughs> it's like, here's a picture of dried crickets. I'll eat it. Do you even have video footage of you eating the dried crickets? Like, no. is it just a bag of uh, dried crickets, and then it's like, that's it? No no photos or video of you eating it in your reaction? Correct, yeah. That's why you have and no followers. And just to be clear, it's not just me. There's other people involved in this venture. Yeah, that's why I got no followers. We so, need the reaction shots. Oh, well, yeah. Maybe and we'll really play it up. Do a lot of fake do vomiting. Do a YouTube channel instead of an Instagram, maybe? No, you can do Instagram video. Oh, okay. Well, just like, I'm easier. about to eat the... Hey, hey, guys, make sure to smash the like button. I'm going to eat this cricket. And then you got to do a lot of... Oh, uh, it's not that bad. Uh, then that's a lot of the humor that comes out of that. Okay. It's really fun. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to help you, you know, be able to have a side gig because when I die, this podcast is over. We got free raisins once. <laughs> How? <laughs> From pushing raisins on the on the Instagram. They sent you and free Sun raisins. And Sunmade's like, oh, we're going to send you some raisins. They're new. D- that actually, really? And did you, yeah. like, f- trip over your own dick trying to give them a complimentary review? No. You but, did, didn't you? Oh my! These are the best raisins. Well, you, you know, you, other you, reason, you other raisins don't have the tang that these have. These ones bite back. If you want free raisins, you got to play the game, okay? <laughs> you know, this is robust, which is rare for me to say about a raisin. <laughs> you did. You sucked a lot of cocks after you got that free raisin sample, didn't you? Was it even a big box or just like a small? I don't know because I didn't get it. Like the the person who like owns the account, he got it sent oh to him, so he God. didn't share the raisins. But oh, I understand that our account got some free raisins. That'd be like if someone said, "Oh, hey, Glenn, um, we like your podcasts. Um, we want to hire you on to some big network," and I just left you behind and I went and I did it. That's what this raisin thing is. Yeah, um, just go to the store at sunmade.com and at checkout uh, enter the code. Book Why boys for twenty percent off their They've newest sour raisin snacks. They've never sent us a free sample. Why are we promoting them? I am not going to suck a raisin company's cock. I am never going to do that. The one thing this podcast will never do is bow down to a raisin company's promotional uh, stuff. Also, while you're at store.sunmade.com, make sure you pre-order the Sunmade book, <laughs> The History of the Raisin. <laughs> they have a book called The History of the Raisin. I'm, I'm making all this oh, up that, right now. That's amazing. You are really yeah. good at that. Uh, the bookshop.org, I thought you just probably spent a lot of your free time <laughs> sitting around rocking back and forth with this pre-made script that you're just memorizing. about like, go to bookshop.org. We're promoting no. the independent bookstores. All right, fine. No, it's all from the heart, and it just I can do it because I, I believe in it. I love that it's from the heart, and when it comes out, it sounds exactly the same every single time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. Uh, we went off on a tangent, but that's what beer number four is going to give you. Uh, did you put that thing in a cozy? Yeah. You brought a beer cozy? Yeah, because I came prepared because I'm a professional. Consummate professional. Beer cozies are from the 70s. No one needs them. How long do you plan on sipping it that it's going to go lukewarm? I don't want my fingertips to get cold when I'm gripping (laughs) the can. The koozie is to protect me, not the beer. I have not seen one of those since I was a child. Um. <laughs> like, my dad had one. He would drink Pabst beer, but he had a Pabst koozie that he'd slip on it, yeah. so it just said Pabst again. There we go. That's uh, that's you right now with whatever the hell. Is that a Rockstar Energy drink? What does it say on your koozie? It's a Fulton. You just gave it to me. No, I know, but I'm the koozie. The koozie. Oh, no, this, is, this is from my uh, previous employer. <laughs> the one that actually caught you talking shit about them? Yeah, that you one. You keep their koozies. Well, yeah. What kind of a man are you? 
Just drink the beer. If it gets warm before you finish it, you're not drinking it fast enough, and you're Again, not a party boy. Again, it's not boy. to protect the beer. It's to protect my fingers from the coldness of the can. Speaking of party boys, yeah. I'm moving on from whatever uh-huh. this is. Uh, speaking of party boys, yeah. we decided as we were sitting at the bar and restaurant uh, that uh, we heard motorcycles suddenly rev up. And yeah. both of our heads, like two little dogs, turned and just looked straight at the motorcycles. Yeah. And I said... That's exactly what a couple of party boys do on a Saturday night. Yeah. We uh, just like to watch motorcycles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're not on them. No. We don't know about anything about brand names of motorcycles nope. or how they work. We, we just, just know that they're loud and pretty. They're loud and pretty is a good way of saying know. it. Yeah. Beautiful. The one, one of them we saw was, had like a baby blue fender on it, didn't it, or something? It did, and a weird white fake fur thing around the seat as if yeah. it was some sort of Conan the Barbarian's yeah. motorcycle. It was fantastic to look at. But that's the thing. Party yeah. boys like to look at bikes. Yeah. Not ride them. Too dangerous. Um, Glenn, I uh, got a little quiz for you here. Pop quiz. <laughs> this is for you and for the listeners. Um, play along at home, <laughs> listeners. I love that you shoved me into the listener section. Yeah. You pushed me back with the audience. Not Anyways, part yeah, of the show anymore. Uh, listeners, feel free to play along at home. But uh, we're at the bar, the local watering hole, having burgers and beers. Yes, we were. And uh, I, got, I got a little quiz for you. So yeah. somebody... At the bar, kind of made a scene. Was it mm. A, mm. Mm. the mm. drunk lady mm. in the Trump T-shirt, or B, anybody else? <laughs> What's your guess? Uh, is there a time limit to this? Just think about it. Yeah. Uh, can I text the people at Ladies Fright? You can do whatever you want because we're just going to clean up and post uh, anyway, right? But uh, they don't have the context. It would take me too long to explain to them the whole scenario and then yeah. have them help me figure out the answer. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm going to say anybody else. Oh, you're wrong. It was the drunk lady in the Trump 2020 t-shirt. Damn it. Yeah. Why would she cause a scene? She sounds like an upright standing person that doesn't look for conflict. And yet, well, to be fair, uh, like, she's been through some shit. She's from Milwaukee. Okay. <laughs> she's, she's, so she's for people's information, what he's doing right now uh, is a fun little bit. We're having a great time. Yeah, we are. We're on beer number four. And this I is am. a great night. Um, and we got new lamps, so it feels very much like we're in an actual room. And not a creepy basement. Beautiful lighting. Yeah. And I yeah. even out the lighting, too, uh-huh. so it's very even. It is good. Uh, also, we were... just to be clear, listeners, I, I took a lift today. I'm not driving. <laughs> I'm on beer number four, and that's fine. But also, fine. I live here. And my kids are all having sleepovers, so I can yeah. just stumble upstairs and flop on top of the dog and probably upchuck into into its fur. Yes. But, um, no, we're at the bar restaurant, and we're sitting there minding our own business, and we're kind of waiting to, like, either decide to have one more beer or wrap it up and go, you know, walk, hit the tracks. Yeah. Hit the tracks back home. Plus, it's dark earlier out now, yeah. so hitting the tracks is dark at night. Very dangerous. A couple yeah. of dangerous boys. Party boys. So, yeah, we were trying to decide, and that decision was made easier for us. When a uh, woman given the stood up and started yelling at a guy. Apparently, the guy was saying something either to her or on the side that she overheard. Uh, and she was about. They were in the same group of people, though. I think, oh, was it it? I think it was the same big group of people oh, sitting there. Yeah. So then she so was, rang, was it her birthday or her cat's birthday or something? I'm confused. I don't know. No, there was something about a, her birthday and I cats. wasn't celebrating her birthday because she complained about that. Uh, so she stood up and started saying something about like, "I'm not racist" to this guy and got in his face. Yeah. And she's one. She's. I'm not trying to disparage people personally about their looks or anything, but she looked older. But was definitely dressing, and the hair and makeup was trying to look younger. So there's yeah. something kind of like when you look at her, like, oh, oh, it's it's kind of like a bar person, just like. Hey, and you, when you're, you're saying of, how she was dressed, it was just tight. 
black pants and a Trump 2020 t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, hair and makeup kind of overdone. Hair and makeup, it was kind of like for younger people, but she was yeah. clearly not as young as yeah. the hair and makeup and stuff. But also, I don't want to disparage people that are just like their design choices. I don't know, whatever. But she had the Trump t-shirt, which I will disparage that. Uh, so then she... Well, she's not racist, though. Why would you say that? That's the thing. She's shouting, I'm not racist, yeah. and screw you. And then she said Those that, are usually the least racist people, the ones who are shouting that. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. kind of weird. I haven't had a lot of opportunities where I've had to shout that I'm not racist yeah. to people. So I guess maybe I'm not shouting loud enough. I should yeah. be dealing it. Anyway, so then she was talking about how she... Uh, that people in Afghanistan, women are being beheaded right now, which I think... Not currently. I, I could be know. wrong. I mean, the, the Taliban the doesn't have a great news, track record. They haven't women, hit that. So. The, the Taliban hasn't hit the point where they're doing stuff like that yet, as far as we know, as I've read, anyways. So maybe, she's got, maybe she has different, more accurate news sources than I have. But the point is, so she's shouting about that. She's saying she's not racist, and then she was saying that fifty people die every night in Chicago, yeah. and this guy's just weird. dead silent, just yeah. staring at her, uh-huh. just like I don't know what to do with you. And then she was shouting, and this shouting so loud. That the entire area got quiet, silent, yeah. just silent, because there's, there's no way we're going to talk over her. No, so we have to no. wait for her to be done. Yep. Then she talked about how I'm from Milwaukee and you guys have no idea what I've seen. Or I've seen shit, shit you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's from Milwaukee. Yes. <laughs> so that was the running joke on the way back from the tracks, which is yeah. uh, Wait, Cleveland. Saw, no, Detroit. No, no. You got to go to Milwaukee to see some shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm from Milwaukee. I've seen a baby breastfeeding its mother. I've seen a uh, a mouse carrying a dead cat in its mouth, like all sorts. Yeah. You just don't know what it's no. like in Milwaukee. Yeah, you're not going to see something like that in St. Louis. No, what? you're never You think you're going to go to fucking Omaha and see something like that? <laughs> no, you got to go to fucking Milwaukee. You got to go to Milwaukee if you want to see some crazy shit. So uh, she was going off on that. Then she just started, like, she turned to the group of friends sitting at the table and started shouting at them and you guys. And then she said this whole crew is bullshit was my favorite yep, line. Yep, Um then she went inside. Well, how, how can you pick just one favorite line, though? There's so many favorite yeah, she lines. She had a lot of gems. So she went inside, and then you and I just started looking at each other. We started laughing. And I wanted yeah. to say something out loud, except that those are all her friends. And I realized, oops, I realized with bar people, it's always 50-50. Like, they probably deal with her being like that on a regular basis. So the odds of... Um, yeah, even though they, they maybe can't stand her, but they're still going to be loyal to they'll her. They'll be loyal to her. So yeah. I was kind of on the edge of, like... Is she single? Like, I was going to say that, but I, I didn't. I stayed quiet because I'm like, no, they're probably going to yell at me too. And all of a sudden, all the anger is going to be turned towards me because yeah. they all need an outlet because right now she's focused on them. Um, so then she came back in. She shouted some more, and I'm done with this shit. That's when she said, and on my fucking birthday, not one of you said you'd take care of my cats. Then she got up and walked <laughs> back inside again. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? And they're all dead silent. They're all just looking at each other. One guy's wearing a sport coat and a turtleneck. I couldn't figure him out. Okay, well, he's wait, seen the most hurt. Let's back up because that one guy, first of all, just out of place at that establishment wearing a sport coat and turtleneck. Yeah. But even more so out of place tonight because everyone there was there to watch a preseason football game. Yep. And he was not dressed as uh, people that cosplay their favorite sports characters. Yeah. Uh, they they are all wearing their jerseys and like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, uh, and he was in this group of obnoxious people having fun watching the football game. And he was like, just kind of quiet did. sitting there and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so he didn't really fit in with them at no. all with his weird little turtleneck. And I think he had like a necklace on the outside of his turtleneck and the sport. Just, I don't know, but he seemed the most scene, hurt. Yeah. He seemed the most hurt by her, 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 her venom. I can see the cozy. That looks nice. Uh, but then... After all this, you and I are just like, God, I just like to go. Like, let's go back and do the show. Yeah. Like, I want to be in a good mood when we come back. And so I finally said, you know, we can just go inside and find the the person that was serving us. So 
um, before we go inside, she comes back out and she goes, you guys don't understand what I've been going through lately. None of you even care. Then she sits down and everyone's quiet for a second. Then she turns to the guy next to her and I'm not lying. She goes, are you going to eat that pickle? (laughs) 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 And then the conversation, then somebody went up and hugged her as if she's the victim. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then like everyone like went back to talking. Oh, you okay? You poor poor baby. Yeah, as if, I don't know. I don't, maybe she's dealing with a death in the family. But she never mentioned that in her screed. She did mention that no one offered to take care of her cats. So maybe that's where she's having the hard week. I don't know. But so, yeah, then we went inside. We told the person that was serving us like, yeah, we'd like to pay up. Um, you know, there's some drama outside. Yeah, We're ready to go. It's getting weird out there. We got to go. And I love it. So then the, the person was like, oh, uh, really sorry about that. That's pretty embarrassing for us. And I go, no, don't worry about it. But the one the one woman who was like being the bus person, like busting all the stuff, she walks up. She goes, no, it's her fault. The woman in the Trump shirt. She's the one yeah. you should blame for people getting up and leaving. <laughs> And I was just like, good for you. (laughs) Because no one's really talking about the fact that she's wearing a Trump shirt and shouting at people. (laughs) Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) Kind of like my my kid was saying earlier. uh, They were saying, you know what's really weird about Danny DeVito? No television show or movie that he's ever been in do they ever comment on his size. Uh, Which is true. I can't yeah, think of a single yeah. movie, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They never comment on how short. And he's very, very, very yeah, well, short. He's like 4'10 or something. Or what yeah, he's, he's very short. Yeah. Um, even the show Taxi, back in the 70s when there was no kindness when it came to people's <laughs> any, you know, any whatever. physical difference. Yeah, yeah uh, they never really mentioned it there that I, I know point, of. Yeah. Uh, I feel that that was what was happening tonight where it's like, well, yeah, she's screaming and yelling because she's the kind of person that's walking around in a Trump T-shirt yeah. and looking for fights. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no one wants to talk about it except for the one bus person. Yeah. Who said it's the Trump lady's fault? Yeah. <laughs> that's the reason why everyone's leaving. Don't you shouldn't be embarrassed. You should blame her. So I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, yeah. that was kind of our night. Um, as far as my two weeks go, I got a dog. Yeah, you got a dog. That's that's huge. Yeah, my my youngest one. He's a good boy. A dog, I met him. He's a good boy. He's a damn good boy. Do we? Already, I feel like we already talked about. Uh, we this. did, but I just want to reiterate, just in case he's listening, he's a good boy. You're a good boy, Apollo. You're a good boy. He's not gonna. Oh, you said my dog's name on the air, and now we're gonna get doxxed, and everyone's gonna know where my dog is and what he's like, and they're gonna make him feel bad and probably talk about his snout in a way that's un, uh, uh, not flattering. You're a good boy, Apollo. Anyways, that's just weird. So, we got a dog. Uh, going to the dentist. Uh, <laughs> that's a thing. Oral, I got to get all... Oral hygiene's so I'm, important. I'm finally yeah. getting, now that I have insurance again, Yeah, getting all four wisdom teeth pulled out. You still have wisdom teeth. Wow. Yeah, and those things should have gotten pulled out a long time ago. It's wow. pretty bad in there. So, okay. the wisdom teeth are coming out. We've already got it scheduled. Uh, yeah. That's That's exciting. Nothing like spending a ton of money on your teeth. I'm just never impressed with teeth. I mean, I think you got a real pretty mouth as it is. You fix up those wisdom teeth. It's going to be stunning. Breathtaking. I don't think it's just the teeth that gives me a pretty mouth. It's my round lips. Yeah. My round mouth and full lips. It's a package deal. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of a package deal. A package deal like uh, we talked about earlier where I knew a guy that once told a woman, (laughs) yeah. It'd be perfect if uh, you had a guy with my body and uh, Glenn's mind. <laughs> yeah, what That's a story we're not going to get into. No. He told a woman that because uh, she's apparently looking for the perfect guy, and he thought his body was perfect. 
But I'm kind of flattered that he thought my mind was perfect. <laughs> but yeah. not my body. I'm shaped like a pear. I'm very yeah. dull. I'm like a marshmallow that's kind of melted on the tip. Yeah. We've, we've been over that. Yeah. Well, anyways... So that was kind of an exciting night for us before uh, pre yeah. we were pre gaming before we got yeah. on the show. Pretty good, pretty good way to get tuned up for this, I think. Right? Heck yeah, it yeah. was yeah. nothing like going to that place to see weird drama. Yes. Then we joked about walking back on the tracks, uh, and then uh, and uh, you know it's dark out. It is. Yeah. Couple of party boys on the tracks. Party boys. Late at night. Track boys. <laughs> track boys. Track boys. Looking for those track treats, track snacks. What would be a track snack? Like a homeless guy's track, crotch? Treasure. I don't know. We couldn't. It'd it be too a homeless dark. guy's crotch. If there are any track treats or snacks or treasures, just homeless guys. We, we didn't even see it. Yeah. yeah, that's all those treats and snacks would be. Yeah. The treasures. I've got one. The railroad tie that somebody actually took the time to spray paint one railroad tie. Yep, that's why I got it up there. Pretty good because you're a track boy. Couple of track boys finding the track treasures. Yeah. Uh, my kid was down here and said, "Why do you have this uh, tongue scraper on the wall?" And I said, "Oh, I could speak for hours about how we came <laughs> to that tongue scraper because your mom sent it because that was yeah. back when uh, all it was oral, all oral with Gretchen's tips." Yeah. Man, I miss those days. I wish she'd do one. Now that I'm doing my own dentist thing, with the, why doesn't she give me some information about pulling your wisdom teeth? Well, I'm sure now that you've said that, she'll hear this. Oh, In I two hope weeks, so. we'll have something. This is our this is our last Twilight. Oh, thank God! I know. We'll Man, save that for the show, though. That Trump lady's voice carried so well. <laughs> she should be like in theater. Yeah, I know. If, if, yeah, if you were in the back row, you could hear her. She projects. Oh, she literally made yeah. the entire crowd stop talking yeah. during a football game when they're all shouting when someone uh, gets yeah. close to a touchdown. She stole the scene. She totally stole the scene. Yeah, like there should be. I don't know, a guy dressed like the fan of the opera just shows up. Madam, you have untapped talents. She's like, I'm not racist. I never said you were, madam. <laughs> Come with me to the theater. Vexies like, have microchips. <laughs> 50 people die a day in Chicago. I've lived in Milwaukee. You don't know the shit I've seen. It's like, I just want to te- give you a moment of faith. Like, I swear to God, I'm not racist. <laughs> Lock her up. Eventually, the family offer just leaves because he can't get her to calm down. <laughs> well, do you got anything uh, from Sweet Gretchen? Wait, what's next on the list? It's been a while since I've done this. Let me pull up the old notes. It's still loading. It's going to come up any minute now. Oh, there it is. Bird blurbs. Is that up now? That's up next. Okay. We need a beer for that. Throw the empties back in the beer box. Oh, okay. Where's the empty box? No, that's just like disgracing the beer box when you do that. Beer me. Backyard Blast Bird Blurbs. Yes. With Gretchen's Tips. Well, there's, there's I no miss tips. Gretchen's tips with the all oral. I mean, can we just have that again? I'm sure we will now that you just said that. What she got? Well, mm-hmm. buckle up. This is going to take a while. Well, this is our this is a special episode. Yeah. Am I hearing your urine still dripping in the sink over there? <laughs> it's not. 
Just move on. Okay. It's fine. Uh, first of all, I made, uh, I don't know if it was a mistake or not, but I, I mentioned to Gretchen that this is going to be a special episode with mm-hmm. beers. Yeah. Oh, is it is it bird and beer related? I, I believe so. I think there's oh, some. Wow. There's some drinking themes to the jokes and whatnot. Okay. Well, this is a lot. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Let's get wet. There's a lot. She sent me a lot of uh, messages. So as usual, I've not looked at these ahead of time, but there's a lot of them, and I think they're drinking related, probably. Last time we looked at the smallest bird. So this time we look at the largest bird in the world, which is the common ostrich. <laughs> they usually weigh from 140 to 320 pounds. Hmm. Their eggs are the size of 24 chicken eggs. Wow. They can run for a long time at a speed of 35 miles per hour with short bursts of 45 miles per hour. None of that's impressive. The largest <laughs> flying bird in the world is the wandering albatross with a wingspan of over 10 feet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They are not the heaviest, though. No. That would be the Great Bustard, <laughs> which averages 40 pounds for males. They are found in Great Britain. The Trumpeter Swan is the largest flying bird native to North America. Mm-hmm. Adults weigh at least 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. Males can reach over 30 pounds. Hmm. Their wingspan is 6 to 8 feet. Hmm. Since they are so large, Trumpeter Swans need at least 320 feet of space to take flight. Well, well, well. So she knew that this was our special episode. And she came out with the big birds. Yeah. Hey, Glenn. Oh, God damn it. Hey, Glenn. 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 What? What's the difference between a drunk guy and a stoner at a stop sign? Drunk guy and a stoner at a stop sign? Uh, one of them is high. I don't know. I got. I don't have anything in me. Uh, what the drunk it? guy runs it and the stoner waits for it to turn green. Oh, look at Mom. Wow, look at Gretchen. Gretchen's not afraid to take things to kind of an edge. Yeah. Wow, that's kind of amazing. Well, good Um, for her. We're not done yet. Oh. Uh, Well, this one just looks like a story. What do you mean? Oh, it's a big long joke? I think it's a joke, but it's a story joke. That's fine. That's the first time she's never done one like that before. Let's dive in. All right, so here's what's going on. All right. Mm -hmm. Three guys are sitting at the bar. Okay. And a drunk comes in. Okay. Points at the guy in the middle and says, I'm not racist. You've never been to Milwaukee. <laughs> I've seen some Are shit. you going to eat that pickle? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, drunk guy comes in, points at the guy in the middle and says, uh, your mom is the best sex. Your mom is the best sex? That's what it has- says here. Is the best sex. That's what it says here. As in females are the best sex between the two? It just says your mom is the best sex. Okay. I have a lot of questions, but let's, let's push I, I, forward. I'm sure it'll make sense. Let's as we push forward. Here. Let's push forward. Anyway, so obviously everyone expects a fight, but the guy just ignores him. Uh, ten minutes later, the drunk guy comes back, points at the same guy and says, I just had sex with your mom and it was so sweet. <laughs> Why is your mom sending us this joke? <laughs> anyway, and so whatever. The guy just, like, again, he just ignores him. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten minutes later, the drunk uh, comes back again. Uh, but before he says anything, the, the guy preempts him and just says, go home, Dad, you're drunk. Oh, look at that. So yeah. it's actually a sweet story. It is, yeah. <laughs> they still love each other. That's nice. Mom and Dad still love each other. Oh. And Dad's so proud of it. He wants to tell his, his kid at the bar how much he's fucking his mom. Now I'm imagining, like, when my kids are in their 20s and going to bars, that I could just show up drunk, point at one of my kids, and say, I used to have sex with your mom. <laughs> 
ahead. Not very Dad. much, though. That's why we got divorced. <laughs> yes. I wasn't very good at it. I couldn't satisfy her, and it affected our relationship. She's like, go home, Dad. You're drunk. <laughs> I know I am. All right. Uh, so here, I got a little little riddle for you here. Oh, riddle me that. Well, I don't know if it's a riddle. I don't know. It's something. Just uh, something to ponder here, okay? Like a fun limerick? What do we got going on here? If a firefighter's business can go up in smoke... In a plumber's business, can do, can go down, down the, the drain. drain. Sure, can a hooker get laid off? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, is there an answer? There's not really an no, answer. No, that was it. Okay, no, that's just, just something to think about. Just chew on that. <laughs> I love that I can't sleep for three days. I don't know how to answer it. <laughs> Give me your mom's number. I got to talk to her directly about this. Oh, I might. I'm maybe supposed to forward these texts to you now. What? Why are you going to forward them to me? The next two are little testers for you guys to read to check your drunkenness. Oh, and should we save some, these? some tongue twisters here. Do we have more than one? We could do one now and do one later. There's two here, yeah. Okay, let's text me the first one. We'll both read them off. We'll see how we're doing right now. And then, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's see how we're doing by the end of the episode. Because I'm going to edit the hell out of this, but the two of us right now are at 39 minutes of just... Just nothing. Opening banter. <laughs> Which we're not going to make the listeners sit through 39 minutes of that. Well, I mean, that's maybe what they want, though. No, they don't want that. Well, they don't want to hear us talking about Twilight, probably. Trust me, we are not that entertaining. Where anyone wants to listen to 39 minutes of us talking about the dog, talking about the drunk <laughs> lady. We're not that entertaining. Okay. We're not morning shock jock entertaining. We just need more sound effects than we would be. Yeah, we do. Just we should start a, out a, with like one sound effect, like a foghorn. I'm going to get a slide whistle, and I'm going to bring it. <laughs> <laughs> like every time I tell a joke that falls flat, you just go, <laughs> <"Pew!"> <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I am not the pheasant plucker. I am the pheasant plucker's mate. I am only plucking pheasants because the pheasant plucker's late. Eh, not Nailed perfect, it. but not that bad. How about you? Am I okay? I am not the pheasant plucker. I'm the pheasant plucker's mate. You gotta try and refasten that. I well, I'm just gonna say fuck over and over again. I don't want to do that. <sighs> I am only fucking pheasants. Okay, because the go. pheasant fuckers. Okay, laid. now we're doing a fun little thing right here. Uh, okay, you know my even mom trying. made me do that. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I am not the pheasant plucker. I am the pheasant plucker's mate. I am only plucking pheasants because the pheasant plucker's late. Okay, nice work. All right. That was fantastic. Yeah. You know, out of all the things your mom can make you do, that's not the worst thing in the world. Is that it for Gretchen? Backyard Blast Bird Tips? Well, for now, we've got one more tongue twister later. We're going to come back on that one later. We're going to yeah. wait until closer to the yeah. end of the episode. Yeah, we'll see how drunk we are then, Mom. Yeah, Mom. Is that what you want to see? You yeah, want to see mom. your son get super drunk? Yeah, how drunk do you want to see your boy, Mom? What's up? Uh, yeah. Uh, new books for teens that slap. Yeah. And are hot. The Companion. Yeah. By Katie Alexander. Uh, oh, they put categories. Uh, the category is uh, young teen adult fiction, young teen adult mystery and suspense, and young teen adult romance. It's paperback for eleven ninety nine. Oh, you want to know about The Companion, Ben? Yeah, please tell me more. It's the winner of the Ed- Edgar Award for young adult fiction, exclamation mark. Uh, you don't Wait, see that often. Wh- who's, who's the author? 
Uh, the author is Katie Ale- uh, Katie Alender. Alender. Okay. I, I thought you said Alexander, well, but it's Alender. Okay. More normal than Alender. Okay. Well, now I don't want to read this. The other orphans say Margot is lucky, lucky to survive the horrible accident that killed her family. Uh, lucky to have her own room. Ah, because she wakes up screaming every night. <laughs> Wait, is that lucky for her or lucky for any of her potential roommates? I love that all the other orphans are like, you're lucky you get your own room. But it's because she wakes up screaming yeah. every night so that she can't be housed with anybody else. And finally, lucky to be chosen by a prestigious family to live at the remote country estate. Ah, but it wasn't luck that made the Suttons rescue Margot from her bleak existence at the group. It didn't sound that bleak. She had her own bedroom. Yeah. Uh, Margot uh-huh. was handpicked to be a companion to their silent, mysterious daughter, Agatha. At first, helping with Agatha, and then getting to know her handsome younger brother. Older. Younger. It says older here. I have handsome younger brother. I where have handsome you, older brother. This from? Is this from the... Goodreads. Yeah, you do this all the time. Yeah. Do you think somebody copies and pastes this and then just changes a few things to fuck with the audience over at Goodreads <laughs> to know, keep yeah. them like lesser? Is the brother older or younger? I don't know. We'll, well have to buy the book to find out. Brother, according to the actual I think the best way to Random find House out, website that's publishing it. The best way to find out would be to head over to Goodreads. <laughs> or not Goodreads. Uh, bookshop.org. <laughs> oh, you're scared. I'd love uh, to see. Can you do for Goodreads what you do for, uh, for uh, bookshop.org? Head over to Goodreads and you read, read suggestions from people that have way too much time in their hands. To get They're the usually best. angry and they have a lot of opinions. If you're looking for the best book descriptions and book reviews, head over to Goodreads. Wow. Look at you. Well, that's all you got. Oh, I thought you had like a That's longer. all I got. Okay. Well, you anyway, uh, if you want to find out in The Companion by Katie Lender if the brother is older or younger, head over to bookshop.org and get your own copy of <laughs> The Companion by Katie Lender <laughs> And you'll find out if the Agatha's brother is older or younger. We know he's handsome. I was just going to say the exact same thing. The one thing that we can all agree on is he is handsome. He is handsome. Older or younger, you can't take away his looks. Seems much better than the group home. But soon, the isolated house begins playing tricks on Margot's mind, making her question everything she believes about the Suttons. Dot, dot, dot. And herself. Margot's bad dreams may have stopped when she came to live with Agatha, but, uh, but, the, but the real nightmare eh, is just begun. Oh, bye. Yeah, so that's coming out in paperback for eleven ninety nine, August 24th. Uh, you can find that at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, Hudson Booksellers, IndieBound, Powell's, Target, my favorite name, though I'll never shop there because I refuse to leave the one that I someday will hope to make some kind of money from. Uh, but I'm, I like the name Books A Million. But it's never as good as bookshop.org. And that's because bookshop.org is on the mission to financially support independent booksellers. Head over to bookshop.org slash shop slash nuzzle house and uh, (laughs) check out all your favorites, such as The Companion by Katie Allender. I love that we've been shilling bookshop.org and we have not made a single cent because no one has ever bought a book from them. <laughs> but we won't stop shilling them and we gain nothing from it. Actually, I haven't checked the dashboard for a while. Maybe uh, maybe there's some sales it. on there that we don't oh, even know really? about. Yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe you should it's worth be checking, checking out. But also one, one, uh, let's see. There's one. Walmart! <laughs> Walmart! Okay, well with that, we're just drunk shouting now. This is not a attractive. For any group of people, much less two middle-aged men. I'm attracted to you right now. Oh, whoa. Our evening is taking a whole new turn. Suddenly, Ben's feelings are coming out. Why don't we do a review of the actual book itself?
Yes, it's Ladies Fright. We tell spooky stories and try to figure out what about them makes them so scary. Using personal anecdotes, psychology, and sociology, Lauren, Maggie, and Jackie dive into urban legends, ghost stories, and other tales that give us a good fright. Because this is Ladies Fright. Oh, what a fright. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. This chair sounds like I'm farting. Did you just hear that? <laughs> I thought you farted. And, and, you know, we were talking at one point. And I well, you back did and this. I, I thought you farted. I was about to. No, I didn't. That's the thing. Yeah, right. And while we were talking earlier, I like shifted my spine. I heard this. And I'm like, the, the listeners are going to think I'm farting. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just get into it. <laughs> Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer. Uh, we don't have a. I don't have a whole lot to say about Stephanie Meyer. Wow. Bear me. Midnight Sun Bear me. Lonely Blonde? I don't care. Yeah, take a Lonely Blonde. Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer. (laughs) Background of the book? It's published August 4th, 2020. It's a 2020 companion to the novel of the 2005 book Twilight. Uh, Some background on the author? Born... Stephanie Morgan, December 24th, 1973, married at the age of 21 to Christian with two A's, Poncho in quotes, yeah. uh, Meyer in 1994. Again, like we said before, every time they ever mention Christian, uh, it's always the Poncho. poncho. So I think. You don't know why. I kind of think he's making her make any anyone writing an article, it's always got to be Poncho. Like, people call me Poncho. Call me yeah. Poncho, man. So uh, It's like that episode of Seinfeld where George wanted people to call him T-Bone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> fun facts. Uh, we're all out of fun facts, which leads us to uh, the fact that Maggie over at Ladies Fright Podcast, yep. uh, which you can find at uh, Ladies Fright Podcast on your podcast app of choice. Big fan uh, of the show. Big fan of the show. There's just a lot of noise A lot up of there. activity upstairs. Yeah. Uh, my daughter came back with her girlfriend, and the dog's running around, and everything's just... They knew it was party night. There was yeah. it's supposed to be a sleepover at the other person. So anyways, Maggie said, instead of just listing off more boring facts about Stephanie Meyer that you've already read a million times, why don't you list off facts about Forks? Because, of course, Forks, Washington is where the Twilight novels are set. That's true. And yes. in the world of kitchenware, a fork is considered a utensil or a part of the cutlery family, which includes things like spoons... And uh, 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 table knives. Yeah. yeah, that is true. Also, Forks uh, <laughs> is a city in southwest Callum <laughs> County, Washington, uh, with a population of 3,558 at the 2010 census. Well, the table fork came into common use as early as the 10th century in the Middle East. That's over 1,000 years ago, exclamation point. Yes, Forks, Washington <laughs> is named after the forks in the nearby Quilut, Bogachil, Kalawa, and Solduck rivers. Eh, sure. Around 13,000 B.C., the Shang Dynasty in ancient China used a, a very early form of the fork. It was often made of metal, uh, decorated, and only had two prongs, uh, but they were most often used for cooking meat and serving it instead of for eating. For many years, the city of Forks, Washington's economy was fueled by the local timber industry. More recently, it has drawn tourism related to the novel series Twilight and films of the same name the set fork! in Forks. Was adopted in the southern parts of Europe, including Italy, in the south of France and Spain. However, the use of forks in northern Europe in areas such as Germany, 
uh, Scandinavia and, and, and Britain did not come into freaking use until the 18th century. Forks is a popular destination for sport fishers who fish for salmon and rainbow trout in nearby rivers. Modern forks didn't become popular in North America until the American Revolution. Bet you didn't know that, Ben, Mr. Brainiac, nerdlinger. Before the primary utensils in use was the knife sheathed in one's belt and fingers. (laughs) In January of 1878, a mile east of Forks, Luther and Esther Ford arrived and laid claim to the 160-acre homestead. At the time, there were already a few trappers living in the area. I'm starting to run out of facts. Ford set up the first dairy herd in the settlement in 1879. In 1884, a post office opened in Nelson's cabin. I like that you wouldn't let me interrupt you on that one. You were very upset. Like, they need to know about the dairy setup. (laughs) Archaeologists have discovered primitive bone forks that that date back to 2400 B.C. that makes them nearly as old as the pyramids of Giza. Four, uh, 4,500 years old. The forks were discovered at the sites uh, that were home to the Bronze Age Quidjilla culture? Q-I-J-I-A? Quidja culture. Go ahead, Ben. You got another Forks Town fact? Are we almost done here? I mean, I can... I, you tell me. How, I've I got, got a lot left. here. I only got one left. Oh, I've got a lot. I can keep going. Uh, you do one, and that's it. We're wrapping this baby up. In December 2005... 74 visitors signed the guest book at the Forks Visitor Center. <laughs> After the recess of Twilight series, this increased substantially with 2,540 visitors signing into the center in December of 2009. Mm. In July of that year, the number was 16,186. The what? average annual number of tourists visiting the town rose from 10,000 before Twilight to 19,000 in 2008, the year of the first film. And 73,000 by 2010. What's it at now? Has it cooled since then? It doesn't say. The standard four-prong design of the modern fork didn't become standardized until well into the 19th century. So it was just a, a haphazard. However, how many prongs are you going to get? You have no There's probably one person that had 16 prongs on one fork. But thank God they standardized it. Well, thanks for Maggie for that idea. Wait, and, wait, wait, wait. One oh, more. Lord. Sorry, this is the last one. What? I, I can't counter you now. It's a long one. Yeah, I'm getting the last word. Okay, deal with it. You bastard. The Forks City Council passed a resolution in 2007 celebrating Stephanie Meyer Day in honor of the Twilight Young Adult novels and oh, film series. Boy. Set for September 13th, the day before the fictional Bella's birthday. In 2015, the event was still driving tourism, with visitor numbers peaking in 2010. <gasps> Then settling to 50% more than before the Twilight Phenomenon. I swear I just heard you slur the word visitors. I don't disagree. <laughs> it's happening, Ben. Stephanie, oh, it's happening. Stephanie Meyer Day has been replaced with the Forever Twilight in Forks Festival, which is still celebrated annually on the week of September 13th. The festival includes activities such as a movie marathon, a blood drive, uh-huh, Dance lessons, <laughs> uh, and oh, more. Wow. That was some fun facts. Yes. I got to get myself another beer from the beer box. Uh, Why don't you beer me while you're in there, too? All right, let's go crazy. 
then you're getting a, oh, you're getting the Slugfest Juicy IPA. Have fun with that turd fest. Thank you. And I'm going to have the last full-time Lonely Blonde. I love that the beer box is the loudest thing on your show right now. Yes. All those empty cans in there. Nice work, Ben. All right. Chapter 21. Ah, the game. Edward brings Bella back home. Jacob and Billy Black are in the driveway to warn Charlie about the Cullens. Uh, Edward gives Bella a sweet, sweet kiss to show that he's got himself under control. Charlie is shocked that Bella is going to a baseball game. Oh, Superpowered the, baseball. The, the famous baseball game. Yeah, and so um, with the Superpowered baseball, I had a couple comments. Why... Does she have baseball in the middle of the ridiculous story? Uh, does she want to make vampires more likable by have them doing quote-unquote all-American things? Uh, is this like Tommy Wiseau in the movie The Room, making people randomly pass a football back and forth for no reason because he doesn't understand how people enjoy sports in this country? Um, I say Bella's so impressed. Alice sees a vision of three unfamiliar vampires approaching soon, and I wrote, she only sees the possibilities or whatever of uh, things roughly eh, 20 minutes <laughs> before they happen. Uh, why doesn't she know this, I don't know, a day earlier or something useful? And I'm going to say one person from Twitter, which is the Words About Books podcast, uh, which I've been pretty impressed with. I've listened to their show. I took a screenshot of these notes from this chapter, and I was so fed up with this book that I took a yeah. screenshot of uh-huh. this and I posted it on Twitter. And they wrote, they actually responded back to the, uh, the tweet, Words About Books, saying, without the baseball scene... It would have been nigh impossible to work the, quote, supermassive black hole song by Muse into the soundtrack of any potential mu- movie adaptations. Uh, as a Twilight stan, I find that it helps to think of the series less as books and more as a text-based anime music video. Text-based anime music video. You're a cock. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can stop playing that now. So yeah, so chapter twenty-one, the game. So it was just like a long, like play-by-play account of this stupid fucking baseball game. It yep. was so drawn out, so tedious. It was bad in the first book, yeah. but she dragged it out in the second book. Yeah, it was like ten <laughs> times longer. We got like so much action about the game, like oh. Oh, Carlisle hit a double to the gap in left field. Oh. Which says something about the later chapters where there's a fight scene that, if I remember correctly, she still doesn't really yeah. describe the actual battle scene. But, but she will talk about baseball at page upon page fake of baseball. The fake, tedious baseball play by play. By at length. Also, uh, my quote from this chapter. Mm-hmm. As the game progressed, I watched for signs that Bella was getting bored. But every time I looked, she seemed completely engrossed, <laughs> which is like such the opposite of my experience. Yeah, I was exactly. extremely bored. Yeah. Is that and one of those things where I'm not trying to be some kind of insensitive jerk, but you always hear about like the, the kind of suburban guys that have the suburban wives and the wives are super into the football games where they wear the jerseys and they make like decorations for the parties yeah. and stuff and it's like or if they're not wearing a jersey they're at the bar wearing a Trump 2020 t-shirt <laughs> yeah, exactly and so it's one of those things where it's just like is that one of those things that Stephanie Meyer feels makes you a good 
relationship person. I think like, so. Yeah. I'm really into your sports. I'm not bored at all. Like that's kind of. I think so. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Like, wasn't she great with the boys' sports? It yeah. was just weird, and they hated it. Well, you got anything else for that chapter? Uh, no. Uh, so for this chapter, we decided that we were going to list off a handful of phrases or words to see how often they happen in each chapter. And then what are we going to do? Like I think, take well, a I think sip of like, beer for each one? The genesis of this is me complaining about Hoff and they say grin. Or yeah. Grinned yeah, or yeah, a lot grinning. of grins. Um, so I didn't break this down chapter to chapter, but just over the last third of this book, I jot down a few words that seem to pop up quite a bit. So Okay. I have three of them. Do, am I just, Give me one word and let's see what happens in this chapter. Well, I don't know if it's in this chapter or not again. But that's I what have, makes it a drinking game, Ben. Okay. You understand? Well, but there's you, only do you th- understand how drinking games work, Ben? I do. But, okay, so here's my <laughs> thing, though. I have three words. There's ten chapters that we're talking about. Am I sure. doing all three words for each chapter? Or we're going to we do one by one. We're going to see if any of them fill this chapter. Uh, snarl. Wow. That would include, like, snarled or snarling, right? I'm just giving, like, the root word here. I, I want any variations of it. Five. Five snarls in that chapter. We got snarl, snarled, snarled, and snarl, and snarling. Okay. Ugh. So what do we do now? Take Is five, five sips? sips of beer? Oh, for cripes sakes. This was your idea. I hate this. All right. All right. One. Mm-hmm. You take big ones. You're a big boy, too. As a father of two children, I take smaller sips. I'm a responsible man. Three. This is a bad idea. Four. I feel a wet burp coming up. One more. Really? Did you s- sneak another one out of the beer box? No, this is the last one that you got me. I was still finishing that long. Oh, you told me. To- All right, fine. One more. This blows. What's the other word? I've got two more. Are we saving those for the next chapter, or what are we doing here? Ugh, that was five, and what, so let's save it for the next You missed again. It's a giant I box. Know. I'm farther away from it than you are. Yeah, we just took five sips for one word. I don't want to push this, so we'll okay. do the next chapter a different word. All right. Okay, so we'll get back to Snarl in chapter, what, 24? I guess. Uh, are you ready for chapter 22, The Hunt? Yes, although I have to go upstairs and pee. <laughs> okay, fine. And we're back. Uh, Chapter 22, The Hunt. Yeah. Uh, The vamps show up. The leader is Laurent. 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 I think he's French, so it's spelled Laurent, but I think you say Laurent. And James, the smaller vampire. Yeah. Uh, And And then we got Victoria. Victoria. Yeah, there we go. They all introduce themselves, and the new vampires want to play too, Uh, but they're not allowed to. Carlisle says they're done playing for the night, which, by the way, let's not... Uh, ignore the fact that they could only hit the baseball if there was thunder. Yep. Which makes it a really long game because thunder doesn't happen every five seconds. So that was kind of weird. Well, I think, no, I think the the ruse is they can play baseball during a thunderstorm because when they're, they don't have to time the hits. Oh, I thought they were timing it. No, I think it's just generally if there's thunder going on, they can play baseball because they're their ball strikes sound like thunder. Super hard vampire swings. Yeah. Oh, okay, so they do. All right, that makes more sense. Well, anyways, uh, Jasper hides uh, his warlike personality. Bella is somewhat concealed behind Edward. And then I said, is she standing be- uh, she's standing downwind? I was actually making these notes as I was listening to the audiobook. 
Uh, it turns out she was. Edward hid her behind him, yeah. um, and she was downwind so that these other vampires couldn't smell her because her scent is so goddamn sweet. Uh, and then also her heartbeat is apparently audible to all vampires. Yeah, apparently. So Edward decides to tap his foot to the beat of Bella's heart to yeah. try and cover. These are dumb this things. Is dumb. Completely dumb. stupid thing. Yeah. Because common sense would be, why are you tapping your foot like that? That's weird. You won't stop. You're just constantly tapping your foot to a certain kind of rhythm. Uh, and it would seem suspicious, but apparently yeah. it's not a big deal. No, apparently not. Because it's a dumb book. And uh, I made a premises. note of unrelated... It just kind of dawned on me. Um, how come all the other Cullens don't want to kill Bella? How come they're not going crazy wanting to destroy her? Other I, vampires come in. They instantly want to destroy this beautiful, yeah. sweet-scented woman. Uh-huh. How come the Cullens... There has not been one question. single problem with yeah. any other vampires, except no. Edward, who's like, I love you and I want to kill you. Yeah. And, then and, it, and Rosalie is just kind of pissed at Edward for liking Bella so much. But not, yeah. she doesn't want to destroy Bella herself. She's just more... No, just kind of jealous in general. Edward, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, it's, it's dumb. There's a it's lot of dumb things going on in this book. Insanely dumb. Um, 700 pages of dumb shit. Not out. thought out at all. Also, she's rewritten this book. By the time she finished this book... Oh, no. She actually finished this book back in, like, 2009 or yeah. whatever. But then she had another chance to rewrite it with the gender swap. She's had three chances with this book to figure out all the details, and she hasn't bothered to figure no, them out at all. No, no. Uh, the wind changes, and they can smell oh, Bella. Oh, I got to say. Mm. Why? Why bother? She's sold millions of copies of this garbage. Like, why <laughs> put any point. effort into it? She's she's worth $100 million at this point. Why would she put any effort into it? Yeah, I don't know any other author. I'm not aware of any other author that's taken one of the things that they've written and done it two more times. Yeah. Because, like, who cares? People will buy it, and I don't give a crap. They yeah. don't give a crap. Let's just do the dance. So, no, I hear what you're saying. The wind changes, and they can smell Bella. James is ready to eat her. Edward gets all protective. Edward can tell that uh, James uh, is worked into a lather. Yeah. And uh, he realizes that James is a tracker. And I wrote, ugh, with, quote, special talents, unquote, on uh, finding humans. And if humans are so dumb and easy to kill, why do you have to have a special talent on tracking humans? That's a good question. Thank you. Yeah. This is one of my chapter questions. Is it a tracker? Yeah. Do you need to have a tracker that's really good at tracking humans if they're so dumb and just simple? You can smell them from a mile away. You can hear their heartbeats. You don't have to be skilled at killing them. No. Apparently, it's supposed to be super easy. Uh, I just said, isn't it like uh, saying you're really skilled at killing flies? That's just dumb. <laughs> I just speak from personal experience. Uh, Alice, wait, 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 wait. Hmm. What do you mean personal experience? I thought you were bad at killing flies. You always have flies down here. Oh, you well, are not a fly tracker, that's for sure. I'm going to jinx myself, but mm-hmm. I have uh, taken a couple steps okay. with the uh, ceiling and uh, working on my house where I haven't had flies in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Or You're not mice. exactly a fly tracker, though. You're not hunting them down one by one and assessing them, are you? Oh, God, I have to. When they're all in my house, when there's like <laughs> 40 of them in here, oh, I hunt them down. And I do that you, thing where I, I stand in the middle of my living room and I use my ears to find out where what direction they might be flying from. So I, are you are you sitting on your couch like on a Friday night and you're watching Netflix <laughs> or something and a fly goes by and like, and you say, yeah, you. You, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to track you down. You're going to be dead by next Wednesday. Oh, That's you know what's going to happen? Sure. No, not even next Wednesday. What happens is I'm sitting on my couch on a Friday night watching yeah. Netflix, yeah. and I hear a fly buzz by. I immediately turn off the television, turn off all the lights, remove all my clothing, and then just use this, the, the power of smell and hearing to track him down and kill him on the spot. I don't wait till no. next Wednesday. It no, happens but, immediately. Immediately? But what's the game in that? 
the game is being naked and killing flies. <laughs> <laughs> That's the game, Ben. Why are you... Are we... Are we friends? I don't think you understand me. I don't think you know who I am as a person. When I when I make a fly enemy, I spot it. I, I identify my fly enemy. <laughs> a fly like, enemy? Yeah. I'm like, you, you fly, sir. You're my new enemy. <laughs> James is right. And one day you. I'm gonna I'm gonna hunt you down. I'm gonna kill you. You're not gonna expect it. I'm not gonna do it right <laughs> now. I'm gonna learn your behavior. Edward gets all protective. I'm going over I'm my notes. Get into here. your life fly. Alice, Emmett, and Edward take Bella away in a jeep. <laughs> I wrote, she's whining that she, want, uh, she wants to go home because she's dumb and doesn't understand what danger is. Because she keeps going, I just want to go home, even though there's a person, a tracker, going after her. Uh, she has fears, though, in this order. The Cullens, then her dad. Because she's like, I want to go home. Oh, but then they're Charlie. like, your dad's going to get killed by the vampire. And she's like, I hope you guys are okay. And then I hope my dad's okay. So she's a horrible person. Bella concocts a plan to go to Phoenix while the Cullens figure out how to set a trap. Uh, uh, can't James just float around and wait for her to leave the house and then super speed kill her before she can get on uh, the plane at the Where's airport? the fun in that? That's not the hunt. No. He's got to hunt her. It's not. Hunters don't live that kind of life. Yeah. But uh, then I have this one quote from the audiobook from this chapter. This quote, as Edward is arguing over how to be uh, most protective of Bella. I tried to contain it, letting it vent only in words. There is no other option! (laughs) I roared inches from her face. Alice didn't flinch. Don't be stupid about this. Yeah, so there you go. (laughs) (laughs) There is no other option! (laughs) It's hilarious as hell. The audiobook, you're missing out on so much gold uh. in the crappy audiobook. Well, you got anything you want to say about chapter 22? Any just, notes of your own? The whole chapter, it like, turned into a fucking superhero movie or something. They're all just like talking about their powers and how they're going to use them to defeat this hunter. I don't know. It was just dumb. <laughs> I know. Well, I can see the future. Well, I can read people's thoughts. Well, how are we going to use this against this hunter? I don't know. I know. I this at this point, this is where my interest completely dropped off. Yeah. The 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 ledge because I it's we've read this book already. And they're she's rewriting it and not saying anything totally new or no. exciting. No. This is like I like Twilight. I wonder if I should read that book again. Wait. The author rewrote it slightly differently. That's more fun than reading the same one. That's all this is. All right, chapter 23. Oh, wait, where are we going to do the uh, drinking game of 22? Oh, God damn it. All right, what word you got for this? Uh, growl. Oh, fuck. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine growls in one goddamn chapter, Ben. (laughs) This drinking game is the worst. Uh, What can you do? Thank God the kids have found places to sleep over tonight, because yep. Dad's going to get ugly. Uh-huh. So nine, is that what you said? Yes. <laughs> Here we go. One. One. <sighs> Two. <sighs> Don't do the ah afterwards. It's okay. not that refreshing, everyone. Three. Four. Five. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh, that was a big one for you. I'm sweating. Six. 
<laughs> I burped in my beer. Yeah, are you going to throw them up over there? Jesus. Uh, this is horrible. Seven. <laughs> Eight. Nine. <laughs> I'm going to be so unhappy in the morning. This is a horrible idea. Tonight was a horrible idea. I know. We still have like seven chapters to do. When the woman in the Trump suit started screaming at everybody, <laughs> we should have just been like, you know what? Let's try this one a different night. Let's just go home. You've never been to Milwaukee. You don't know how it is. No one here eats their pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 23, goodbyes. Uh. Bella tells Charlie that she hates being trapped like her mother in Forks. That's where she's playing a mind game on her dad so that he's like, you don't like me? Get out of here then. So that she'll leave without him suspecting anything. Oh, she hates hurting Charlie. But you know, it's for the greater good. The tracker is successfully lured away. Edward consoles a distraught Bella. And I said, uh, because it's important right about now. Um... The, with everything going on, making sure that Bella's okay is of high importance. Yes, clearly. The group splits into three with Alice and Jasper going to Phoenix with Bella. Rose and Esme watch over Charlie. That's all I got for chapter 23. You got anything? I, I got one thing that I picked out here that... Okay. I thought, I don't know, remind me of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Well, you're, you will admit you're not a big sports fan, are you? Hmm. I mean, you don't like watching the sports ball games. I like the idea of sports, but when you're when you're talking about like when we're at the bar tonight and the football game is on, you're talking about like sports ball probably. And oh, I don't like, like that. that football goes on for nine hours and people. But you'll make fun of me. You'll, you'll say like field. sports ball and stuff like that. Oh right? uh, yeah, okay. We're making fun of me. Okay, no, so I'm just saying that's that's no, like, fine. I'm not making it's, fun no, of you. Okay, I'm just saying you're not a real man because of that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, but, but I said touchdown at the right time. It was a baseball game. <laughs> it's a football game. Don't you try to? I want to say instead of gaslighting, I said, "Don't you smoke show me?" <laughs> I was going to say that instead. Anyway, there was there was a line from this chapter. I, they're plotting some getaway or something, and uh, Carlisle asked Edward, "What do we need?" And the response was, "The satellite phones." <laughs> The larger sports bag. What? <laughs> the larger sports bag? Yeah, they need the what sports sport? bag. Uh, the sports, all the sports, they're, they're in the bag. <laughs> Is it just a giant duffel bag? It's like a, a sports really long bag. One? The wow. large sports bag, okay? I don't know why this is so hard for you if to you understand. If you want to cover all sports, it's going to be long enough to hold skis? <laughs> well, yeah, you don't want the medium sports bag. You no. want the larger sports bag. Wow. I, yeah, I remember earlier tonight we were talking about, um, it's, it's sticking with the sports theme, we were talking about, I was telling you a story about something. I think I was telling you about the story about the time that uh, I saw my mom's ghost. Yes. Uh, and and she caught you masturbating again. <laughs> yep. We're saving that for Ladies Fright Podcast for their October episode. <laughs> um, and then you, you were saying, oh, you were telling that story and I forgot, I was, there was something I was going to say and I forgot what it was. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I do that all the time. I dominate the conversation like men on the sports field, like a man anyway, on a tennis court. I so dominate. Later on that page, Emmett was just coming through the front door with a large bag we kept some of our sports toys in slung over his Shut shoulders. Yes. How did I miss that? Well, audiobook. I was probably like taking a shit at the time. Sports toys? Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? Well, you put them in the large sports bag. 
sports toys. Being they have like a, a lot of sports toys. That's the way they need a large sports bag. Okay, being a, a single man who watches a lot of porn, yeah, my mind goes in a different direction with sports toys. Yeah. Do they mean like a baseball bat and a glove? I believe so. Okay, that's a toy. Sports toys. Fuck. Ready? God damn it! I got hiss. All right, so this is chapter twenty-three. Yeah. God, please don't let there be a hiss in this chapter. Please don't let there be a... God, we only got a handful of chapters left. Chapter 23, hiss. Damn it. One, two, three, <laughs> four. God, it's just crammed in there. It's like the word hiss is like every third right? word. Yeah. No! How many hisses are there? We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... Eight. Eight. The word hiss is in <laughs> eight times. Wait, wait. Just for comparison, can you see how many grins are in this chapter? No, I don't want to. I'm terrified. Okay. Well, no, we're going with eight hisses, but I'm just curious if there's more hisses than grins or less. Oh, in the whole book? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, compare, uh, okay, compare the, hiss, the whole book we have, snarl, and growl to You grin. know what's funny? The whole book, three, 33 matches are found. We have eight of them in this chapter alone. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. What did you say, eight? Eight. Christ. This is your idea. I, it was our idea. Eh, we're a couple of buddies. We yeah. make our ideas together, don't we? Hiss, boys! <laughs> <laughs> One. Mm. Two, three, four. Why are you waving your hand? Five. Oh, throw it in the box. Yeah, she made it. Oh yeah. <laughs> box boys. So is it more manly if I throw this to you and you catch it, sure. or is it manly if I crack it open and then throw it to you don't, and catch it? Don't crack it open first. I'll just slide it gently across the table. What? <laughs> Can you reach it, buddy? Get those big spindly fingers around. <laughs> yeah. Man, you got some sausage fingers. Yeah, you got some big, thick, fleshy fingers. You got small nails and big, fleshy they have fingers. spindly fingers. Where we live? They're not big oh, and five. fleshy. Come on. I got, well, I got to get into my koozie. Why are you bringing the coat? For the love of God. We have to hold up the whole... This episode's never going to end. It's midnight. Just like this goddamn book. <laughs> five... Six. Seven. Eight. Yeah, put it in the box. <laughs> I am so unhappy. I would love to go to bed right now. I'm 47 years old. I should be sleeping. It's Saturday night. Grow up, Jesus. Ugh. I have to help my dad move his furniture tomorrow. <laughs> we have to do an interview with the with the Ladies' Fright Podcast. We don't have to. We have the opportunity. Wait, so that means we can choose not to if we're hungover? Well, no, no. I'm just saying you, you say we have to as if it's an obligation. Well, I mean, it, but it's no, an opportunity it, it's not an that I'm looking forward to because they're a friend of the show. Yes, they're, they're a great Mutual friend of the show. Mutual friends great friend of the, of show. the shows. Did you hear that? That was the seat. Yeah. 
<laughs> Dick Cavett used to call everyone a great friend of the show, and I would love doing that. Uh, I used to do it about you all the time. Ben, you're a great friend of the show. Yeah, you, know, used to do, you did it like last episode, I think. I know, but still I love that it. we could pick other podcasts. We should pick podcasts that don't even know who we are, like... Uh, Joe Rogan! Yeah! He has a million dollars, probably. Great friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Friend of the show, Alex Jones. <laughs> I love that the friend of the show is like all the worst people that we've never associated with. Chapter 24, Ambush! Carlisle, Emmett, Edward attempt to lure James into the wilderness near the Banff National Park to, to kill him. What? Why uh, are you looking at me? Did I was I just going to say, that's from what I understand one of the most beautiful places on earth. It's got a weird name, Banff. Visit Banff. Eh, all right, visit. He's flying to Calgary, rent a car. Get Banff. Drive out to Banff. James escapes by plane. Alice gets a vision of James in a room with mirrors in 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 Renee's home. I'm done there. I got okay. nothing. This is where I start to taper off. I, I don't care about the book anymore. So that's that's got, my notes. I, what do you think? I got one quote out of this chapter. What's that? Uh, this is well. The quote is it's Edward reading James's mind. And so they've been on this chase. Nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> anyway, they've been on this chase, and yep. James, the hunter, he loves the chase. Oh, he loves the chase. And and so James is fixated on Bella, <laughs> so yep. they have this whole ruse to lure James to Canada while Bella's going to Phoenix. And, mm-hmm. and uh, James, is, he's on the hunt. You're really building then, this up. What's this quote? Because you're really you yeah, basically then, are saying everything I just said. I know, but and like then, slower and, then and they more kinda, sexy. Well, but then the Collins they kind of double back, and James realizes that he's been tricked. Yeah, and his thought is, "Oh ho, a <laughs> trap after all." <laughs> is it really "Oh ho"? Oh, yes, I miss, it is. I miss out on a lot with the audiobook. Yeah. Oh ho, <laughs> oh ho, a trap after all. <laughs> oh ho, fellow chaps. <laughs> I believe I found a trap after all. <laughs> well played, Collins. <laughs> uh, well, don't I, you're taking a sip right now? Don't do that because uh, yeah, another word. Uh, no, we're, we're just rotating back. So we've done <laughs> snarl, back. growl, and hiss. So do we want to do grin or just go back a snarl? Let's do blush. Oh, you have your own word, huh? Well, I'm aware of. Oh, fuck. <laughs> One, two. There's only two. There's only two blushes. There's only two blushes. Hold on, I gotta get another beer. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, go to the box. Man, I almost. The beers are in the box. Pants. Go to the beer box. I'm in the beer box. All right. Leaning over, Crack put a it. lot of pressure on my bladder, and I almost squirted just a couple drips <laughs> inside my pants. Only two blushes. Thank God. All right. Here we go. To One. the blushes, Ben. Uh, to the blushes. One. Well, that was mostly foam. Two. Oh, relief. What a fun game we're playing here. This is a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. We're only at the race. Yep, chapter 25. Oh, we got five more. I'm ready to just throw up foam. Yep. Alice sees Bella in distress and, and quote-unquote, so much blood. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Edward races to find Bella and Felix... Felix? Felix. <laughs> oh my god, this night's going down the tube already. Uh, Bella is missing as Alice tries to use clues in her visions to locate her. Alice is playing a huge part in the books, yeah. in this version of the uh-huh. book, and her visions are still horseshit. 
Uh, I'm just random clues. It was horrible. Uh, upon arrival to Phoenix, the group races in a series of stolen cars to find Bella, who is clearly in trouble. That's chapter 25. Got anything you want to say about that? You got your own notes? Yeah, okay. They're flying to Phoenix. Yeah. Just on a commercial plane. Mm-hmm. And the, the they hunter, have, like... The tracker? Can't find that. Well, but also, can't they... They don't have or have access to a private jet? Like, yeah. they're 100 years old. They have, like, this sweet-ass house and, like, all these fancy cars. And she says the vampires love their toys. Yeah. And they yeah. don't have... I hear you. They just have to, like, okay, uh, we'll take a... Can I get an aisle seat, please? <laughs> On the flight to Phoenix. It's just, like, being... the My, my favorite thing about all of the Twilight books is him having to go to the administrative office <laughs> yeah. to change classes yeah. when he is a vampire that's hundreds of years old and could just go to college instead. Yeah, you're right. They just get a normal And I don't want to spoil the future here, but in chapter 27... Spoil the future. In chapter 27, there's something about... Um, I don't know. Carlisle calls Alice or something to, like... Get a flatbed tow truck or buy a flatbed tow truck? To tow the car back. Yeah. Instead of just driving it. Yeah. Or hiring a slave man or something. I know, but they're they so wealthy. <laughs> but they're still just going to take a commercial flight yep. to Phoenix from Seattle. I know. They should have their own military jet that can put the car in it and yeah. <laughs> like fly it where yeah, they want like, to fly well, it's, it's, Yeah, they have these fancy tuned up cars. They have Porsches and huge oh, Jeeps. And, yeah, but here they're just like, uh, <laughs> is Sun Country flying to Phoenix today? <laughs> Are there any open seats? <laughs> I've made a lot of purchases on my credit card, so I have a lot of air miles. <laughs> Can I get upgraded to Delta Comfort Plus? Yeah, and then he throws a tantrum at the desk. Come on! I've been a regular customer for 40 years! <laughs> I should be able to get first class for me and my beautiful underage girlfriend! <laughs> uh, sorry. That's that's my takeaway from this chapter. All right. They're flying. Are we, They're are flying we commercial. goddamn drinking word? Yeah, we are. Is it just grin this time? Are we going back to the classic? What's the classic? Grin. Yeah. Maybe we go back to grin. Let's see what chapter 25 has in store for us. Grin, I'm squinting. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> she grinned at her joke. I smell, question mark. She grinned at her joke. Then dot, dot, dot. Two, grinning, grinned. That's three, four. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I have to move my dad's furniture tomorrow. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Five. Come on! Five grins in one chapter. This is such a fun game. I hate this so much. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ready? Grin, boys! <laughs> one. Two. Three. Four. Five. I was ready to throw up in my own can. Right I there. could tell. I hate this game. <laughs> I hate this night. I hate everything about this. We're trying to make this shitty book fun, and I'm just not looking forward to tomorrow. Thank God we stopped at the gas station right outside the tracks and got Gatorade. Yes. <laughs> so I can hydrate up. Miracle with all those cure. electrolytes. Yes. Chapter 26 is blood. Collins, find Bella. Wow. I'm throwing the next can at you. You better be ready to Wait, catch why? it. Wait, why? 
Because that's what bros do. I'm calling you Tristan tonight. Tristan, you want another brewski? Tristan with two A's. <laughs> I want to rename my dog Tristan with two A's. He's a good boy. Tristan Poncho. If you're listening, you're a good boy. He's not listening. I'm not going to play this for the dog. You should, though. He's a good boy. I'm throwing this can at you, and you better catch it. And it's going to get frothy. It's going to really get buck wild. Are ready? Here we go. Uh, the can is called Triumph Triumphant. Here we go. Nice catch, dog. Nice throw, dog. <laughs> Christ world. We didn't know. What do the kids say when they toss a beer now? Balls out. I don't know. What do they say? They don't toss beers anymore, do they? They just toss white claws or something. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the white claw. For a man with a pear-shaped body, got to dye it up. You do that with a white claw. What are you doing? Let's get wet. Chapter 26. <laughs> Blood. Collins find Bella near death in a dance studio. Yeah. Uh, Carlisle quickly comes to her aid, and as does Alice, but the situation is complicated by the volume of blood. Yeah. Uh, Which was not at all shocking because we read about all this in the book that came out 15 years prior. As Carlisle uh, stitches her, Bella screams that her hand is burning, indicating that James bitter. A slow transformation into a vampire begins. Carlisle says Edward should suck the blood out instead of uh, finishing the transformation for her to try and keep her human. Edward successfully sucks the venom out from Bella's veins. Got anything you want to say about that chapter? You nope, got some notes? I have zero notes from that chapter. Yeah, this is where we by all, this point, we're I was both just trying to get out at this done point. with it. Yep. I checked out earlier than you. But so are we just uh, we're, are we going back to Snarl now? Do we have to go back to snarl? I had snarl, growl, hiss, and then grin. If you have a different word, let me know. Those are the words that I have. Chapter 26. Snarl. What about... How about just the word hair? <laughs> <laughs> his hair always looks good. It's always wet. In the first book, I don't his think, hair is always wet. But if they bother describing the hair in the later chapters, I feel like it's an uh, oh, earlier fine. character establishment thing. How about... Flustered? No, she'd never use that word. I, I think we're going go back, back to, to snarl. I'm trying to fight the the you picking a word that we know we're going to like drink twenty times to. So snarl. Look it up. It's snarl. We're here. Do anything. We agreed I upon this. Snarled at Carlisle. His show a haunting snarl ripped from between his teeth, and I didn't realize I snarled audibly until <laughs> Bella until Bella hissed. <laughs> So we got three snarls. Okay. But we're not doing the hiss. No, we're not doing the hiss. <laughs> okay, we got three snarls. In, uh, two Thank chapters are doing the hiss. God. I'm going to have to eat like so much toast tonight. I'm going <laughs> to have to drink, make a drink Texas that toast for a good bit. Yeah. Here, one, two, three. <sighs> you know, the next time we get together just as friends, not uh, part of the podcast, we should just do this about Twilight in general. Like, the two of us just sit around chatting and then all of a sudden you'll be like, alright, checked out Blushed. And then he's like, pull this up and I'm like, Blushed is like 32 times... Thi- wow! I'm... Wow! Oh, God that was... It, it's finally happening! Yep! Your mom's separa- uh, second limerick. Let's do it. Oh, right now? Yeah. I think I'm at a bad spot. Let's see how I, I do. Well, it sounds like you are at a bad spot. I thought I was doing pretty good, and you were kind of slipping up. I was kind of watching what you were saying. Yeah. 
All right, let me uh, copy and forward this to you. Oh, boy, this is going to be exciting. Isn't it? I am not the pheasant plucker. I am the pheasant plucker's mate. I am only plucking pheasants because the pheasant plucker's late. Okay, so I'm good at the old one. <laughs> I slit the sheet, and the sheet I slid, and on the slitted sheet I sit. I did pretty good. I think you did. I'm not that bad off after all. Yep. <laughs> how about you? Let's see how Ben does. I slit the sheet. The sheet I... Sh- oh! <laughs> <laughs> and on the slitted sheet I sit. Someone's gonna take a lift ride home. Because I have an awkward conversation with the driver about religion. And <laughs> and the excessive amount of cologne he's wearing. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, do you, do do lift? And Did numbers? I tell you about the the time? Well, maybe I think I was coming here, maybe, but I got a, a lift ride, and there was first oh. of all, the lift was very late. Well, tonight's the first night you've ever shown up in a lift, so this must have been back in the fuckboy days when we used to. Be oh yeah, the maybe. Bar. So I was going yeah. to the bar, and that's when I would take the bus out to the yeah. bar and then get a lift home because I was trying to save money. So anyway, I was uh, <laughs> I was waiting for the lift, and uh, you know you can see where the lift is on the little map. Yes, and it was like just doing circles, huh? Like the one you're in and you're watching the map. No, no, I was waiting for it. So I was sitting outside my building waiting oh, for the lift to come, sure. and it was like doing circles. It was like it was at the gas station four blocks away from me. Mm-hmm. So first of all, don't accept the ride if you don't have gas. That's what oh, I was saying. Yeah, totally. Get the gas beforehand. Yeah. So it's a busy gas station because they usually have cheap gas. So mm-hmm. good. All right, fine. The Lyft driver, he's a smart shopper. That's fine. I get that. <laughs> it was a little frustrating, though, to watch him just circling, waiting for a gas pump to open. Clearly, that's what he was doing. He was just, like, circling. Yeah. And then and, uh, there was a pause. <laughs> I love drunk Ben. Yeah, Because you literally turned your head and you're squinted, and I'm like, he's going to fall asleep. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> That was amazing. But there was a pause. And yeah. then finally, finally the lift uh, came to me. Oh, good. Okay, let's back up. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you were at the gas station. God damn, this night's going to go on forever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is a very special episode. Oh, uh, my sinuses. So if you're at the gas go station, on. you find a wallet on top of the gas pump. What do you do? I don't know. Bring it into the gas station and drop it off says somebody left it here. Yes. Or I think drop it in a mailbox. That's something else you're supposed to do. But I've never done that in real life. Correct. I think either of those are correct. I think what I would do is bring it inside and say, hey, somebody left this on the pump. They're going to come back and look for <laughs> somebody it. Somebody what? Somebody left this on the pump. Oh, nice work. Yes. <laughs> Go on. Instead, uh, what this driver did is took the wallet, yeah. came to pick me up, mm-hmm. showed me the wallet, asked me what to do with it. Oh, my Lord. And to which I said, like, I think you should have probably left that at the gas station. Well, they can come back and find it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. And on top of that, there was a bee in the car. (laughs) (laughs) So I was sitting in the back of this Uber or Lyft or whatever. He's showing me this wallet of some stranger, asking me what to do with it. And there's like a bee busting around my head. Oh, my God. And like I'm late because he spent 10 minutes trying to get gas. (laughs) Like, there's a bee in. Yeah, I don't know why. They're just, just added to like it. There's the a bee there. The, the whole story is fine, yeah. but it's the bee. 
So you're like constantly swatting it away and like keeping your eye on it as he's telling you <laughs> yeah, the story. Exactly. Yeah, that's just exactly what was going on. Just fucking bee buzzing around my head. Okay, this... it's it's the bee that tops, it, not tops, but makes it very good. Well, yeah. There was one time I was supposed to meet up with the tattoo Mark, the guy that does my tattoos. Okay. That I've known. Not forever. to be confused with knife fight Mark. Tattoo Mark, he um. We got together one time and we went to the Yacht Club, which is in Northeast Minneapolis. Yep. Uh, and I was I would always drive by it on my way to work and stuff, and so I always saw it. So he's like, "Wait, wait, you want to get together?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's go to the Yacht Club." He's like, "Oh, that sounds fun." So I got an Uber out there because it's Mark, and he was going through a divorce at the time, yeah. so it's like he drinks like crazy. So I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna be there with him in his pain, so I'm gonna drink like crazy too." So I'm gonna be responsible and whatever. So I get the lift out there. The lift driver lived really close to me. This is back when I lived in a condo uh, yeah. out in the middle of a city that we both grew up in. Yep. And um, this guy lived like two blocks away. So I order a lift and all of a sudden, bing, one's coming and he's almost at my house. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I'm running outside and this guy is just just a dumb bro kind of guy. And he's like, hey bro, what's going on? Yeah, you got party tonight? Friday night? I'm like, yeah, yeah, just... Take me to Northeast. <laughs> so we go there, and he pulls up, and he parks in the parking lot instead of dropping me off out front. And he goes, do you care if I come in with you? I mean, I'm real hungry, so I think I'm going to try and find something to eat. Are you? Does it bother you? If I'm like, I, I can't say no because you're literally walking behind me as I'm walking in the building. So we go in there, and me wow. and Tattoo Mark have to hang out with my Lyft driver. Wait, he came to your table even? He came to the table. Then when he ordered Get your own pizza, t- goddamn table, driver. And he was trying to be a fun guy, so he's ordering like a round of beers for us and stuff. But as soon as he went up to the bar to order a pizza, that's when Tattoo Mark's like, when the pizza comes, we're taking off because he can't leave. <laughs> so we, once the pizza showed up at the table, we're like, well, we got to get going to our next place. So have a great night. And we took off. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my worst. Wow. Chapter 27. Oh, fine. Chores! Yeah, like this whole goddamn saga. They it's take Bella chore. to the hospital. Don't uh-huh. get don't get angry. You this, this oh, all, don't get angry. This all started because of you. <laughs> they take Bella to the hospital. Yeah. God bless them. That's a fucking chore. Carlisle knows a surgeon at St. Joseph's. Uh, Alice runs through her flip book of scenarios in order to lay the groundwork <laughs> for Bella's accident. Because they're planning an accident to cover for Bella so it's not yeah. vampires attacking some kind of accident. Yeah. Um she steals blood from the hospital and checks into the hotel rooms to stage the accident and breaking uh, a, a window. tall window. Yeah, the window in the stairwell or whatever. Yeah. Alice reports so the accident dumb. and the hotel quickly cleans up the glass and it's a safety hazard, but does not call the police, fearing litigation. Uh, Emmett flies home. Jasper uh, takes Carlisle's car, uh, and Alice then arranges for Rose to rent a flatbed to bring Bella's truck to. Again, Venus. they can rent a flatbed, but they can't rent a. Private plane? I know. <laughs> All right. What word are we using for this oh, chapter? God damn it. How about the word chores? No, we're back to <laughs> growl. We're back to growl. No, okay. Just out of interest, let's see in the chapter of chores if uh, the word chores is used a lot. It has to be more than zero, whatever word we're doing. Oh my God, there's two. All right. And that's not the title of the chapter. She thought through her chores and looked at the consequences. So I think this counts. That's two. Okay. Do we count that? That's fine. Title? Yeah, let's do two. All right, we'll do two. It's good oh, two. It's pro- Wait, just out of curiosity, though, how many? We'll do two. Two is the number, but how many growls are there? 
only three. Oh, okay. So let's go with the two for chores. All right. Here we go. One, two. <sighs> Things are finally going old Glenn's way. <laughs> Chapter 28. Uh, three three conversations. conversations. Just, what are these? These names are horrible. Uh-huh. Bella's mother, Renee, arrives and Edward notes her strong uh, internal monologue that seems to provoke others into caring for her. So she's all about smoke showing people. Gaslighting is my new thing. Yeah, wait, there's a difference between. Whoa, what was that? <laughs> it's there's, happening right now. There's a difference between smoke show and gaslight. Come on. I want to think they're the same. I'm a smoke show. Alice gives Edward the video recording found at the site of Bella's attack. Uh, James lured Bella with an old tape of her and her mother. It's the same shit from the first book, uh, yep. so none of this matters. We already know all this. And then taped his attack of Bella to torture Edward. Yeah. Uh, Edward marvels at Bella's bravery in the face of her attacker, as well as her desire to protect him. James also discloses Alice was the only target that he, uh, he was unable oh, to track. The one that got away. She's special in every way. Mm-hmm. That's it for me on chapter 28. Do you have any notes? Nope. Yep. Oh, there was a lot of praying, though. Was For there? some reason, Edward was praying to Bella's God. Let's look up the word praying for this chapter. Okay. Okay? That's going to well, be... pray, right? God, it's going to be like 50 or something. Yeah, there might We're be a lot. We're a Mormon author, so it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Do you think she wears the weird, huge one-piece underwear? <laughs> <laughs> like P-R-A-Y-N-G. the big body underwear. Oh my god, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven praise. Four of those are on the same sentence line. <laughs> oh my god. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Alright. Oh my I made a giant mistake. I Pray have to boys! Move my dad's furniture. One. Two. Three. Really? You missed. Bear me. Catch it. Oh, yeah! Oh, that's going to be frothy. I that know. one got shook up a little bit. You want a new one? No. One that I hand to you like a gentle... Oh, suck it up, suck it up, suck it up, suck it up! There. Oh, it's all over my basement floor. We have three? <laughs> what were you on, three? That was three. Four... Five, six, seven. The beer box is filling up In tonight. the box! We are so close. We're <laughs> two chapters away. <laughs> this is... People don't want to listen to this. Yeah, they do. This is not a show. This is not entertainment. This is two people drunk masturbating. Yeah. Hoping that the world will listen. Chapter 29. <laughs> Inevitability. Inevitability. I was like, invisibility. <laughs> God damn it. This is not a show. This is horrible. <laughs> Bella wakes up to Edward, who's conveying their alibi to her. So it's the, they're setting up the entire, you weren't attacked by a vampire. It was like a weird attack in your hotel room. Yep. Not an attack, an accident. She fell down the stairs. What was all that? Do you yawn in the middle of that? I like yawn burped. <laughs> you yawn in the middle of no, it. No, I like yawn burped. 
Renee asks Bella to live in Florida. Bella insists on going back to Forks. Bella uh, fears a life without Edward, and Edward fears what will happen to her with, li- uh, with life without him. Well, that's chapter 29. <laughs> yeah. I have Ooh. nothing. No Me notes. Me neither. All right. We just need a word, then. Let's just type in the word, like, pigs. <laughs> well, that's going to be zero. Yeah, Let's you're get right. back to hiss. Not hiss again. I had my, a few odds are, my odds are getting better that there's not that many words with hiss in these Yeah, chapters. I think there's not that many in this one. Oh, come on! <laughs> one, two, three, four. <laughs> come on! We're two chapters away from being done. She's got four hisses in one chapter. Fuck you, Stephanie Meyer. God damn it. We're, I have to yeah. move my dad's furniture tomorrow. Yeah, go in the box. What do I get this time? Horizon Red IPA. I'm going to throw up, just throw up horrible flavors yep. all night long yeah. tonight. It's a very special episode. One, two, three, four. Here we go. One, two, three. Oh, that's all foam. Four. I am so deeply <laughs> unhappy right now. I'm kind of happy by how unhappy you are. <laughs> this is so bad. Um, can I take a second to call out? <laughs> yes. Unsighted podcast. Um, we were chatting on the power of Twitter recently, and I'm not exactly who I was chatting with out of the two-person team of that podcast. Wait, that doesn't make any sense either. What do you mean? I'm not exactly who. Did I say that? Yes. Hold on. <laughs> Unsighted podcast. Uh, we were talking recently on the power of Twitter, and I'm not exactly sure who I was talking to. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Thank you. That, uh, <laughs> that was a well-constructed sentence. <laughs> there was a verb, an object, uh, a subject. Over again. Well done. God damn it. They made, uh, one of the two people on the podcast that I'm talking to, made an actual image for us that we can use for our episode and also our promotions yes. on Twitter and whatever else, yeah. which is hilarious. Yeah, so yeah, I is. wanted to call in. I agree. Thank you. Also, they made, uh, it's kind of like a meme thing where they like do a little picture, a little caption yeah. on the top, a little you know, text. You know, yeah. The kids love uh, that, I right? know what a meme a picture is. picture with text. All right. So uh, they made a series of memes making fun of me for my neighbor that sat outside my lawn uh, with the trees. It's just a whole bunch of memes. All right. But they made they did make one that actually benefits our show. So I wanted to call that out. Yes. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. You're nice, whichever one of the two you are. Uh, I agree. You're nice. And thank you. And I also wanted to call out Breaking Down Bad Books. Breaking Down Bad Books is a podcast where it's one person that just talks about shitty books, and they broke down this same book we're reviewing right now yeah. and did it far better than the two of us will ever do. Ever. Uh, I'm going to send you a link, and okay, you should actually you. listen to it. I will. And compare our <laughs> five-part episode to his simple one episode where he's entertaining and funny okay. about it. Compare it to I'll just the two notes. of us going chapter by chapter going like, I freaking hate this. <laughs> I hate... Okay, okay. Let's... I, I'm sure they did a great thing with it, but we also... We have our thing. 
<laughs> we we know we know our lane. We're sticking to our lane here. Here, we're, here. this is drunk Ben right now. We're grumpy old men. Yeah, we're drunky. <laughs> <laughs> epilogue. Epilogue. All right. How many times is grin in the epilogue? Three times. Okay. Why? Because that's that's one of the few words that Stephanie Meyer knows. Three times in the last chapter of the book. Grinned, grinned, and grinning. All right. Let's do it. Oh, my God. So angry. One. Two. Three. This podcast is five hours long. And we're done with Twilight, though, right? That's it. (laughs) We're done. (laughs) We're done. Daddy, fuck me like the bitch I am. Put it, Daddy. I don't even care. I don't care who sees me. Them can't fuck with me. They can't see a like yours. Fuck me, Daddy. Fuck me, Dad. Oh, hello. I'm Derek, and I'm the host of Ratchet Book Club. We read hood classics and good classics, and that means anything from Old Thought Next Door to The Phantom Tollbooth. We read a few chapters every episode, and then we discuss what we thought of each chapter before we get to the next one. It's pretty enlightening. Sometimes you find out things you never knew, like, did you know that somebody's... Ratchet Book Club. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, and anywhere else you really could think of good fucking podcasts should be at. Ben, yeah. Discussion questions. I I have no discussion questions. This book is so dumb. I have it's no discussion. So questions. dumb because it's me, the same book as the first one, but forty yeah. percent longer for, for no me to reason. To come up with an interesting question about the book means that I'm trying to inject meaning into something that has no meaning. So yes. I'm, I'm yeah, done don't that. don't don't bother. What what sucked about this? The the you, whole ben? like all six hundred fifty eight pages. Too general. Get specific. What sucked about this second reading of the first book for you? <laughs> what sucked? Okay, yeah. So it's the second reading of the first book. Yeah. But nothing new is introduced. It's from a different character's perspective yep. with, like, the superhuman ability to read mm-hmm. people's thoughts. But those thoughts are just dumb thoughts that we already had from the first book. There's totally. nothing new introduced. There's nothing compelling about this. That's the thing. You don't get deeper insights to yeah. the story you love if you love the first one. Yeah. You don't get deeper insights. It's just the same story with slightly different information, but nothing yeah. deep and exciting. Yeah, there's like, no different You don't read this book and think, like, oh, my God, there's a whole other level to oh, this yeah. story I never knew before. There's, oh, none of that yeah. Happens. Now I understand this from a different perspective. No, it's, that's not what happens. It's that's just not really what happens. The same thoughts, but it's told by a different lazy. Well, uh, what's good? Is there anything to be pulled from this that you can say is good? No. There's got to be something. What? Let's work hard here. Name one. Let's work hard here. Name one. one, You tell me. Two old guys got to get drunk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's drink to that. You know what's good about this book? Party time. (sighs) Two guys like to drink beer? 
Wow. Put it in the box. Man, you are on fire tonight. Beer me. I can't keep up with you. All right, here we go. I'm going to throw you another uh, slugfest, Tristan. Here we go. Nice catch. I like it. What the hell? For me, what the hell was we got to learn the point of view of the vampire, and it was still just as pathetic as the first book. Yeah. The explanations for why he had to transfer classes, the explanations. Yeah. She gave the brief. There's still of just like 100 year old people going to high school for yeah, no that, reason. Yeah, I was just going to say. The fuck? She gave the briefest of explanation for why a vampire still wants to go to high school. That explanation is it's been a couple hundred years. The Collins want to be able to finish high school. <laughs> that was a, that was early. That was so like bad. the first or second chapter. Yeah. It was ridiculous. That's it. Like, that's it. And now we're done talking about it? Yeah. Would we... Re- would, oh, let's start over. <laughs> would we recommend it? I would not. Nah, none of these. No. Yeah. Stay away from the whole saga. Even when she had 10 years to think about the whole universe she created and rewrite the yeah. first one from a different point of view, yeah. she still could not pull it together. They're terribly written. They have terrible themes about, like... Like toxic relationship dynamics. Yep. No, stay away. Okay, so next up, <laughs> Ben's Corner, where oh. you read. Oh, shit. Yeah, with your mouth, your yeah. drunk mouth. Okay, yep. Do it's we have some? An, I don't have a message to you. Fuck. All right, Ben's Corner. Do you got anything you want to read, buddy? I think so. Go nuts. Start reading and let's see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, let's see. This might not be good. It'd be a nightmare. Alice! She is here. I babbled the words. She knows where to find you. Wow. This is going to be a joy for the listeners. Bella whimpered. My hand hurts! I was surprised by her specificity. There was so much damage. I know, Bella. Your forehead is practically on the microphone. I can see your forehead like almost touching it. <laughs> I know, Bella. Carlyle will give you something. It will stop. Carlyle was suturing the tears in her scalp so quickly his <laughs> movements were like blurring crazy. again. <laughs> no bleed could escape his eyes. He was able to repair the larger vessels with tiny stitches that a nurse surgeon <laughs> would not be able to duplicate under perfect conditions, even with mechanical assistance. This is hilarious. I wish he would take a break and get some painkillers into his system. That's the best part about this so far. <laughs> but I could hear under his controlled calm that there was more damage to her head than he liked. She had lost so much blood. With a sudden jolt, Bella twitched half upright. Carlyle caught her head in his left hand to study it with in his iron grip. <laughs> her eyes flew open, the white blood red with broken vessels, and she shrieked with more strength than I would have guessed she had left. Guessed? <laughs> My hand is burning! <laughs> you should shout the entire thing. You pronounce it beautifully when you do that. Bella? I cried. Idiotically, for an instant, I could think only of the fire raging through my own body. Was I hurting her? Her eyes fluttered, blinded by blood and blood-soaked hair. 
Jesus. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Just keep reading. Fucking blood-soaked hair. I mean, <laughs> That's what got you? Uh, kind of. <laughs> the is- fire! She screamed, her back arching despite a groaning in her ribs. Someone stop the fire! <laughs> Should I keep going or not? You can stop. Okay. Well, that was a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, oh, so much fun. This night has the been... The whole a, saga was so much fun. This whole night has been a lot of fun. Yes. And a huge mess. I feel like the spirit of the woman in the Trump shirt has been with us <laughs> this entire evening. And just ruining everything. <laughs> Glenn, can I ask you something? Oh, if you're going to say it like that, sure. You're going to eat that pickle. If you liked what you heard on this episode of The Book Boys, how about you check out the website? Go over to nuzzlehouse.com. There you can see all of the previous episodes of The Book Boys, as well as Glenn's other project, Leaves of Glenn. Also there, there's a link to our affiliate shop at bookshop.org. Bookshop.org slash shop slash nuzzlehouse. Bookshop.org is on a mission to financially support independent booksellers. Also... Find us and follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Insta. Now, careful, this one's a little backwards. We're there at House Nuzzle, not Nuzzle House. That's House Nuzzle on Twitter and Instagram. Go ahead and slide into our DMs if you have any praise or suggestions or complaints. We'll take anything. Please just pay attention to us and interact with us. Thank you for listening.